Alright guys, pictures up. Pictures up! Pictures up! That's roll sound. Rolling! Rolling! Sound speeds. Camera speeds. Two. Awesome. Take two. Mark. And action! Welcome to the Penn Cinema Podcast. Your behind-the-curtain connection for movie news and reviews. Now here are your hosts, Penn Ketchum and David Moulton. Oh, welcome <laughs> to the show. I'm David Moulton. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Penn Ketchum. What's, What's up? <laughs> <laughs> I just feel a little beep beep boopy today. Talk That's about all. The computer That's over all. Here. No yep. big deal. Nope. Nope. No big deal. Yeah. <laughs> are you sure you're not a modem? From the 90s? <laughs> right. <laughs> that was probably really fun for our listeners. <laughs> yeah, they, I'm sure they loved it. So welcome to episode, what, 209? 206, two, 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 I think. Yeah. Commonly known as the pink episode or yeah. the, the salmon episode. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. You know. There are people who would be, oh, that's not, that's not salmon, that's not pink, that's uh, rosé. Rosé, yeah. Know, you know. Well, just for those of you who are listening, as yeah. opposed to those of you who are watching. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you're not watching, then you can't, obviously you can't see. We have dressed our entire staff and ourselves mm -hmm. in matching pink shirts. It's amazing. Yeah. They don't have the logo on or anything. We are a sight to behold. Yeah. It's like, kind of like, uh, uh, what was that fad that the... Uh, the mob. A flash mob. Flash mob. I thought you were going to say it was like looking at a pack of pink flamingos. Yeah. Pack of pink flamingo cigarettes. Right. <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> Is that a thing? No, there's nothing down there, David. Keep walking. <laughs> <laughs> this alley's really empty. Right, and narrow. <laughs> and shallow. All right. You got some news. What do you got some news? I do. Are you familiar with the ghost? The iconic classic movie with Patrick Swayze and Whoopi Goldberg yeah. and Demi Moore. Unchained My Heart. Oh my God. Unchained yeah. Melody. Unchained yes. Melody. What a what a classic once in a lifetime. Yeah. Never like, to be repeated. Repeated or even like it's it's just it's like so it's like we've talked about this on the show before. Like you can never remake Jaws. Mm. You can never remake E. T. And I think you're never gonna remake Caddyshack. Right. I think I think Ghost falls into that category of great movies that should never be remade. I hear you. Yeah. Well, good news. Great news. <laughs> <laughs> Channing Tatum has acquired the rights to Ghost. Oh, thank God. So he can have these rights. I'm sure that he acquired the rights so that he can protect them and make sure yeah. nobody messes with this. To protect but then he was like, wait, protect and serve, and serve as the lead in the remake for the new ghost movie that I'm making. Uh, he can uh, star in it. And I think he said he might direct. Mm. So is he going to be the ghost? Or I think it'd be funnier if, <laughs> yeah. if, he, was, if, he, if he was doing the pottery and the ghost was yeah. helping him do pottery. Yeah. Well, okay. All right. Mm. If they modernize Ghost, right? <laughs> like pottery, that's so 1990s, right? <laughs> right. What's the modern, modern, moderate, moderate, modern, modern, modern 
thing. Madron. That, that ghost, would it be like. I have like, your answer. I know what it is. Would it be like a Twitter person or a TikTok and the ghost is like helping them dance? No, the it would be, it would be like, um, ax throwing. <laughs> so central. That's like the, 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 all the rage or it, it'd be like uh, painting wine bottles. Mm. Isn't that like what people do now? Like they go drink wine and paint, like the, everybody paints the same thing. I think it would be like 3D printing. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah. just staring at the 3D printer. <laughs> you know what I think? What? I think it would be lame. Ooh. Wow. That's some strong words. But, you know, this has really opened up my eyes to it. I just had a great idea. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I think you and I. Should acquire the rights to a movie, right? I'm thinking Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, I'm sure that's doable, right? Totally. Or I mean, we have the podcast money. Or how about 48 Hours? <laughs> <laughs> you be Nick Nolte, and I get to be Eddie Murphy. <laughs> we still remit. We're like we acquired this rights to protect it by making a bad movie. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I mean, great movie, amazing. I think we, we have I, cell phones. We can film this, right? right. Set up a tripod, right. single camera, <laughs> only digital zoom. Right. It could be perfect. Yeah. I love it. You know what I do love? Speaking of phone cameras, mm. that commercial with the woman who's filming her son in the little like schoolyard race. And the, the point of the commercial is to show film steady. Like it, like no matter how much you shake it, the picture still comes out. And the kid starts off on his race, and it's like a little kid. It's not like a big cross country or, you know. And it shows the mom with her camera, like, running alongside the race and, like, knocking over all the other parents. (laughs) It is hilarious. I actually, like, stopped to watch. Like, I was fast-forwarding through the commercials like you do, and then I saw that commercial, and I was like, oh, I want to watch that again. And, And then you were like, that's me. (laughs) <laughs> right. Yeah. That's me and David making another 48 hours. <laughs> another 48 hours. <laughs> but what would be podcast at com? What would be a better movie for David and I to acquire the rights to, to remake and putting ourselves in the, in the leading roles? Ooh. <laughs> I mean, better than Romeo and Juliet? Obviously. <laughs> Pretty Woman. <laughs> Pretty Woman. <laughs> Notting Hill. Right. I'm just a boy standing in front of a boy doing my podcast. Doing a podcast. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, speaking of menus, mm. Tron 3 is back on the menu. Whoa. But who's going to star? Well, obviously Channing Tatum. More like Jared Leto. Or David Moulton. Yeah. Here's the thing. With this, with, like, Tron Legacy is one of my favorite all-time movies. Really? Yeah. I love that movie so okay. much. It's one of those feel-good, put it on, I will never not want to stop and watch it if it's on movies. A large portion of it is the soundtrack and Olivia Wilde, but... I just genuinely love that movie. I just think it's like a good, light, sci-fi movie. It's not very lore-heavy. It's easy to follow, easy to just kind of like let wash over you. It's got good suspense and action without being too much either direction. Uh, But they were going to make a third one right away. 
And I was really like, I was like, yes. Opposed. Oh, no, no you were on board. I was like, let's do this. Okay. But the problem now is if they make a, a third one now, it's going to be so far removed from the second one. The question is, do they get it right? I mean, I mean, and and a lot of a lot of what made Legacy work was the Daft Punk soundtrack. Mm. Daft Punk has disbanded; they're no longer a band. Mm. So you don't have that, and I don't think it's the same director. And Olivia Wilde's a director now, so she's not gonna probably not gonna come back to reprise her role. Uh, and Jared Leto was supposed to be the lead, so it's not like it's not the same people. Jeff Bridges would probably still do it. But no, because he died. Oh. So Tron came out in 1982. Right. You and I were just kids. Right. And then Tron Legacy came out in 2010. Yeah. Starring all those people that you just mentioned, including Olivia Wilde, Garrett Hedlund, mm -hmm. Jeff Bridges. I want to watch it again. You want to know a little secret? What? I didn't see it. You've never seen Tron Legacy? <laughs> no, I never did. I'm trying to figure out. That's why I looked up the date. It came out on, it doesn't say what month, but it came out in 2010. And I'm trying to think what else came out that week, why I wouldn't have seen it. Because it, I, I remember promoting it. I remember the, the assets that the studio sent along and, you know, the posters were amazing and, you know, everything about it, like, looked cool. Penn, what do I got to do? Nothing. To get you to sit down and watch Tron Legacy. Yeah, just ask me, Penn. Sit down and watch. Sit Tron down, Legacy. in the theater. Heck, if you're watching the theater, I want to come. I wonder what what studio put that out. Is that Disney? Shit. Well, we could play a Blu-ray, right? Well, just you and I could. But I was yeah. going to say we could like oh, do book a, it. Yeah, but we can't book it. Yeah. All right, Tron Legacy. Yeah, because I'm telling you, need to watch it like. If you don't watch it at the theater, mm. like definitely like make sure that you're not going to be, not that it takes a lot, but like just to let the music just like yeah. wash over you. You want to turn a time where you can turn it up and no one's going to be like, turn I that think, down. No, I was going to say Tron, did that come through IMAX as well? Yeah. 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 It, That's it's, it'll it. be good in like a dark, yeah, like dark room. I wonder if IMAX has any pull with getting Disney titles. Like I wonder if their library is handled differently. I'm going to have to check that out. Know. I wonder if that's a loophole. Ooh. I'm going to check that out. I'll bet you it's not. Yeah. My money is no, it's not a loophole. But I've never th I've never asked. I've always asked Disney. Did you know? You probably do. But just for the folks who are listening, Disney's entire repertoire is offline. So in other words, you can't book it. Yeah. Did you know that I regularly request titles that I know are out of release? And they say no? <laughs> right. Yeah. But I just keep asking anyway. Just in case. Right. Because <laughs> yeah. I... I sometimes lose my mind when I see like other people doing stuff that I would have wanted to do. And what I learned over the years is like one, one time somebody was doing something, I, I think it had to do a Harry Potter. I forget what it was. And I called up my guy. You remember Bruce Blatt? Yeah. The legendary. The legendary Bruce. Oh my God. Bruce. Come on, Penn. Remember he was always screaming at me. Like, what in the world, Penn? As he you would, pick up the phone. He would be screaming. He would start screaming at me yeah. before I like answered the phone. So I picked up the phone and he was mid-screaming. <laughs> you jackass. Yeah. You just... And he was usually telling me, like, call me back when you sober up. <laughs> you know? So I called him one, but don't get me wrong. Bruce is one of my all-time favorites. He's in the Hall of Fame. I mean, he is legendary, and we miss. He retired now. I, I, I don't know if he's in Long Island or Florida, but he's somewhere, living the life. 
Anyway, and I gave him all kinds of shit because I'm like, how did these guys get away? You know, I, I want to do that. Yeah. And he told me, he's like, you should have asked me. You don't ask, you don't know. He said, it's not my job to think up ideas and get you to ask me to do them. Yeah. You know, these guys had an idea, they thought, they asked me, and now they're doing it. Yeah. So ever since then, I've never been shy about like asking for stuff, even when I know the answer is going to be no. Right. But I've never asked IMAX for a Disney title. And I know, I mean, that's got to be a different library, right? I would think. I mean, some of the stuff like Star Wars and stuff like that's going to be heavy duty lockdown. Right. But I wonder if some of the smaller Disney titles, like Tron, for example. Tron Legacy. Tron Legacy. Not the first Tron. Not the... First 1982, Tron's, come on. First Tron was amazing for its time, but it's right. kind of a snore. Were they <laughs> were they wearing their members-only jackets in the first Tron? That's what I picture when I picture 1982. Have you ever seen the first Tron? No. I haven't seen the first Tron or the second Tron, because when the first Tron came out, I was busy playing Rambo and Indiana Jones. I can summarize the first Tron to right, you. Talk to me. You don't have to see it. Okay, Star Wars. Okay, Star Wars. No, first Tron, hmm? these guys are making a computer mm-hmm. thing, and then... He accidentally hits the button. It's it's to digitalize, uh, did take real things yeah. and put them in a computer and then take them out. So it's Jumanji. Yeah, basically. Okay. And so he accidentally hits the button and the la- like he falls back on his chair. Yeah. And hits the button and the la- and he's like falling back and the laser hits him, and it digitizes him and puts him in the computer. Yeah. And then he inside the computer, there, he has to go up against like the programs and right. there's a program that's like trying to take over. Right. And everything, and he's a user. Isn't that Jumanji? Ah, Jumanji's, they get sucked into a game. On purpose. This isn't a video game. This is like like every program someone designs has like a person that represents that computer. And the the programs can be repurposed and stuff. It was cool for its time. Yeah. Right. But so then Tron Legacy is then 20 some years later after that event. Jeff, Jeff Ridges is the star in the original. Yeah. And then here he is okay. in the future. All right, the dude abides. Okay, look, Chad Stiletsky. Stahelski. Do you know who he is? No. Good. Do you? Because I didn't. You didn't. But he directed John Wick. Wait, did I say I didn't? Yeah. I meant to say no, I do. He's the guy that directed John Wick. Uh, <laughs> you did know who yes, he is. I totally did. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm way better than you. Okay. I mean, that's clear. I'm sorry for the confusion. That's that's why your shirt's slightly darker <laughs> right. than mine. I misunderstood the it question. It symbolizes <laughs> right. experience. Right. Wisdom. Yeah. Wisdom, yeah. if you will. Yeah. Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six. Are you familiar with that? No. Uh, this is a book. I don't normally go for Tom Clancy stuff, mm-hmm. but many a years ago, I got this book on tape. Well, I got it. I do know Tom. I mean, I'm I'm familiar with Tom Clancy as an author, and a lot of his movies have been made into action movies, or a lot of his books have been made into action movies. And I think technically this is a spinoff of, what's his name? Jack Ryan. Mm -hmm. Jack Ryan might be in it for a little bit. I can't remember. But I loved this book. And it's just about an international espionage task force. And they've made video games from it, which I have not played. But... Chad Stahelski? Stahelski. Stahelski. He's set to direct Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six movie adaptation, and it's going to star Michael B. Jordan. So, two big, three big things here. I I like Rainbow Six, the original story. Who knows if I remember enough to know if it stays true to it. I like John Wick Mm. and the the fast-paced, crazy action. 
and everyone likes Michael B. Jordan. Of course they do. So I don't see this doesn't this to me seems like a solid deal. This is nothing but good news. We got Michael B. Jordan hosting Saturday Night Live this coming Saturday uh, night. And then shortly after that we have Michael B. Jordan starting in Creed three in early March, I believe. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> I was drinking. <laughs> All right, so this this movie is going to be successful. I hope, but it will probably not be 2023's first hundred million dollar opening. That's for sure. We won't see this till like 2026, maybe right. 2025. Right. But what would be 2023's biggest one hundred million dollar movie? You mean it's first? It's first because I think 2023 is going to have a lot of hundred million dollar movies. Yeah, you know. Side note. And then I have a side note. Okay. Uh, they're saying that this is the year cinema's back. Oh, nice. That we're past the, we, we actually have a lot of, or I guess the amount of films set to come out in 2023 is very close to the projected amount of films from 20, 2019, mm. which we have not been up to that level. And that's one of the things they're like, we've been suffering because there hasn't been enough, there hasn't been the same amount of films coming out into the theater as there were before. So there's been less selection, which means that people see less because it's kind of all the same. Right. So anyway. That's really, uh, that's great news. There's been yeah. a lot of suffering too, and I'm not just talking about the mystery gobble listening to the show. I know he's he's his own special. He's suffering. his own. That's a different kind of suffering. <laughs> right. That's more like uh, what is it, Sisyphus? That 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 suffering is going to extend well into the year. Yeah, if not beyond. No doubt. Yeah, um, we are of course referring to Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. My sidebar that I wanted to share is, I keep thinking that this movie opens in mid March. It opens in like five minutes. Yeah, it'll be here it, before you know it. it. The Thursday afternoon that it opens is February 16th. That's crazy. Which is literally like just a little bit over two weeks away, like it's two like, or three weeks away. You just had Valentine's Day. Right. You put in your good work. Right. You can be like, <laughs> you'd be like, honey, I know you don't want to see this. I got to right. go out. Like right. we had our time. No, but if you're smart. Yeah. If you, you get her to go with you. If, no, if you've played your cards right. Yeah. She wants to go see it with you. That's what I'm saying. I see. Yeah. Because nothing says family date night like Ant-Man and the Wasp. That's, that's true. Mania. Now, what's interesting is, don't we have some odd titles on February? We have Magic Mike coming out February 10th. Now, you know what we have on February 10th? What? The ultimate love story. <gasps> 80 for Brady? No. <laughs> no, no. Although we do have 80 for Brady opening. <laughs> but I'm referring to the... 4K 3D re-release of Titanic. Ooh, I've never seen that movie. So you've never seen Titanic. I've never seen Tron Legacy. Right. Which is worse? I'm going to say missing, not seeing Titanic. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Okay, so anyway, you have all kinds of date nights lined up for early February. I sure do. Yeah. <laughs> hey, girl. <laughs> and then... Ant-Man and the Wasp, Boom. which, by the way, the pre-sales are off the charts. That's what see. That's what you do. You go on all. The, you got the beginning of February. Yep. You, get, you go through all these dates. Yeah. You find the girl you're going to do Valentine's yep. Day with, right? Yep. And or then the on boy. Valentine's Day, or the boy, yep. whatever. You found your partner, right, for Valentine's Day. Your person. And then you're like, hey, you made it this far. Let's go see Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. What's up? Quantum Mania. Right. 
And that's the real test. If you get that far? And spoiler alert, whatever movie you see on your Valentine's Day weekend, yeah. the, att- <laughs> the attached trailer is going to be Ant-Man and the Wasp. <laughs> I'm going to make sure of that. Wow. Yeah, either that or Cocaine Bear. <laughs> Why not both? <laughs> All the romance movies should have Cocaine <laughs> right. Bear right before them. <laughs> Okay, so Ant-Man and the Wasp, this is a news, this is, we put just, sort of put this in the news because it is, it is really setting, um, it's catching a lot of people's eyes. The, mm. pre, the pre-sales across the country are super strong. Yeah. And I literally, about an hour ago, added some shows on Thursday Whoa. because all the, we had five shows and two, two or three IMAX shows. We had five regular shows and two or three IMAX shows, and I just added two more regular shows because the first five, they're not full, but you know, I get these issues with like, um, we've talked about this on the show before, like no movie, nothing literally sells out anymore. Right. Because you look, if if there's no good seats or if, if there's not seats together. Just go to another show. Go to another show time. So I think it's important from a business point of view to have as many options as possible so that if people wait to the last minute, they're kind of willing to take what they can get. But if they're looking for tickets now, they want to know they're going to get a good seat. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I just added two more shows. So if you poke around, you can find some really good seats still. Well, you know what else is catching some eyes? Boogeyman? The Boogeyman. This was the best news. This made me feel so good. Yeah. In a, in a reversal from the trend, mm-hmm. the Boogeyman, Stephen King's adaptation of the Boogeyman, was destined... For the streaming highway. And then whoever's in charge was like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. I don't want to lose $100 million. I want to make $100, $100 million. million. Dollars. So we better go theatrical. Yes. Yeah. Stephen King went to his fairy godmother and he said, I wish I would. I wish I might have this not be a streaming show tonight. <laughs> and then, dibbity bobbity boo. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Yeah, no, this is great news. I mean, I don't know if the movie will be great, but it's just great news that they're taking a chance. Don't give me that that face. That no, I know, I know, I know. I'm being funny. I, I, I'm totally just fooling around. But I, I, wait. What was that last bit you said? Hopefully, it makes. They're not taking a chance. Yeah, they are. What are you talking about? Because, but that's what they thought that that streaming is the safe way to go. No, streaming is the loser way to go. Well, that's what that's they where found you, out. That's, right, that's what they found out. So now they're like, they're not taking a chance by coming to theatrical. They are following all the brave people who already proved in 2020 and 2021 how much more money there is to be made theatrical. They're not, they're not taking a chance. They're taking the safe road. The, the, the people at Warner Brothers and Paramount and Universal – they have already, and Disney, I'll include Disney in there with their Black Widow release. And, yeah. you know, now Disney did yank Clifford the Big Red Dog <gasps> or whatever. No, no, what was that? No, uh, Turning Red. Oh. Not, not Clifford. Not Clifford. Turning Red. Right. Remember that? Yeah. And they pulled that and sent that to streaming and lost a shit ton of money there. Mm. I'm just saying, a lot of the bigger studios sort of learned the painful lessons that you make a ton more money theatrically than that, than streaming. Right. Now, these guys, God love them, but I'm saying they're not taking a chance. They're following in, they're falling in line behind the people who already tested the waters. Right. There's nothing, there's no dice to be rolled. We're not playing Yahtzee, that's, that's for sure. I'm saying, my man, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. We're not playing Yahtzee. Yeah. <laughs> 
So what's this boxing match you got going on down here? Oh boy. Oh my god. Yeah, tell me about this. I am. First, I'm going to read the show notes to the audience, okay, so yeah. that they know what we're talking about. Because I didn't know I didn't know we were a pay per view show. Yeah, we are. <laughs> it's it's one, two, three, four, five people, all with competing interests, all trying to work out something around February 10th, February 17th, February 3rd in that That's, mix. Those are date nights. Yeah, here you go. Here's the lineup: James Cameron. Mm. Versus James Cameron, <gasps> versus IMAX, versus Disney, versus Paramount. Now I will say Paramount, they're not, they're just barely in the drama because they have the Titanic 3D release and they are releasing that 3D, period, end of discussion. Everybody's super excited about it. Our interest from our movie, from our customers is like off the charts. People are excited for Titanic. But the other, like the pressure, the drama that's unfolding is there's talk that a lot of people, including myself, want Titanic 3D to be an IMAX release. Mm. They have an IMAX version. But James Cameron wants Avatar to stay in IMAX. Now, what's interesting is Titanic is a Fox title, 20th century title, but it's being distributed by Paramount. But Disney manages the Fox, the 20th century material. But IMAX has to get it cleared through James Cameron, who is basically controlling all of those other three. It's James Cameron with Avatar versus James Cameron with Titanic versus IMAX versus non-IMAX versus Disney. I mean, it's a tangled web we weave. Oof. Yeah, it's pretty wild. So I'm making it out to be more dramatic than it is, but it is like really interesting because the Disney piece where Disney comes into this is James Cameron wants everything to, wants Avatar and Titanic to stay 3D all the way through Ant-Man. Disney wants Ant-Man to have 3D screens. Well, as you know, there's not enough 3D screens in the world. Everybody can't be 3D. Right. So in other words, if you twist my arm and say there has to be 3D Ant-Man, my response is going to be, okay, that's fine. You can have the screen that Avatar was on. Right? right. Oh, no, no, no. We want Avatar to stay on 3D. Whoa. Oh, well, then I can't Whoa. have, I, I don't have a screen for you for Ant-Man. Oh, no, but we, you know what I mean? Like, you see the rub. You know, yeah. at some point, somebody's going to have to say, okay, you can take Avatar and make it a three uh, a 2D screening, which by then will be in its eighth week. Or you can take Ant-Man and have it a 2D opening. So you see the rub. Anyway, it's just interesting, like, to see all of these dynamics. But I, there's a bigger question in everyone's mind. If this is... SummerSlam, right? And these are our contenders. Right. Who's the off-the-books wild card that comes in mid-round and you're like, oh, it's Universal <laughs> from the top ropes. <laughs> and they come in with like out of nowhere. Yeah. And you're like, they're here for Disney, but then they turn around and they body slam Disney too. Yeah. Who, who is that? Who's, That's... I, I got to say, I think that's Paramount with 80 for Brady. No, Paramount's are, oh, oh, 80 for Brady comes yeah. in. I think 80 for Brady is a sleeper. I don't think anybody is giving it credit. I don't think anybody, I think the studio is worried about it, and I don't think they have to be as worried as they are. 80 for Brady, 3D, <laughs> a stunner. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, there's, that middle of February is going to be wild. Let's talk 80 for Brady 
And how all tickets are $8. Okay. What happened there? Studio. Now, does the studio showing so much faith in 80 for Brady, they're like, tickets are only eight bucks. Mm-hmm. Or, or are they concerned that people won't come see it? Not, not at all. They're like so excited about it. This is our promotion. We're tying in the eight to the eight for 80. You know, it's like a promotional, like, gimmick sort of so to speak right. i don't think they're worried about the movie i think they are just trying to get creative i think they're just trying new things right riddle me this okay they are forcing a discount upon the theater yeah do you still make the same amount of money who's taking the cut i'm looking something up here because i think it's going to be worth reading, but I need a minute. Okay. He's taking a minute. (laughs) So here's the thing. Like, why is it worth for you to cut your ticket price down to eight, eight big ones? The idea is that, um, you sell more, a higher volume, right? on a lower ticket price. Okay. So then, you know, if if you have that many more butts in seats, so to speak. Hypothetically, you make the same, if not more money. Right. I can't find the email because I feel like you're rushing me. Um, well, you know, there's a lot of pressure. <laughs> okay, here it is. I, I expressed some pointed questions. <gasps> now I have to say, this is one of my favorite studios to work with. But when I, when I heard about the $8 tickets, I was thrown for loop. I had pointed questions. What gives you the right and who do you think you are? All right. At the end of my email to him, accepting the, you know, telling him that I would be happy to participate in their promotion. I said, um, I wanted to go along with it for two reasons. Second reason is private. Okay. But the first reason is the more important reason. Okay. All right. First reason is, and I quote, this is what I wrote to him. I said, um, as I expressed on the phone, I have reservations about this strategy, but we have agreed to go along with it for two reasons. The first reason is, <laughs> I just think you, you will really appreciate this. I said, the first reason is the possibility exists that I am not as smart as I think I am. <laughs> and maybe it is a good idea. We're looking at it like an opportunity to learn about the movie business post-COVID, even though I don't agree with any of Paramount's assumptions about the distribution strategy. But I could be wrong. We'll see. So my point is, I hear what you're saying. Right. And I understand that argument. I I, Obviously, you can tell from the tone of my email, that thought went through my head. But what, what I'm interested in trying out is what is the reaction? You know, is yeah. there a change in volume? You know, you, you have different audiences, different, you know, dynamics. So in other words, 80 for Brady is going to be an older population. Mm. You know, so is there something to be learned? Right now, Otto is playing really well to that same exact population. It's the same demographic. And Otto is playing great. I okay. mean, I have it on two full screens in our biggest houses. And it doesn't sell out, but it's very full, you know, every single show. So... My point is the $8 thing is 
at this point, I'm looking at it as like an opportunity to like, okay, let's try this. Cause we've never, no, we've never done anything like this. When I say we, I'm referring to the exhibition industry. Mm -hmm. You know, we have never done something like this. So rather than get all our panties in a bunch and be reactive and negative Nancy's, right. I'm like, all right, well, let's go along and try it. And let's see what, you know, what opportunities are out there. See what happens. Yeah. So we're so we're keeping a close eye on it. And I tell you, the pre-sales yeah. are making it look like the guys in marketing knew what they were talking about. Really? 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 That's what I'm telling you. Okay. Yeah. All right. So okay. I am a fan. Uh, uh, not a fan. I'm on board with this strategy. Okay. You know, I'm really intrigued, really interested if it works then it's another tool in our arsenal. It's another, you know, opportunity to look at things. Speaking of things that work. Yeah. Surprisingly. Your dance moves? Well. What's up? Those never fail. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. I saw Megan. <laughs> I know how to dance. Yeah, I learned. Up? <laughs> uh, what is more of a pool that works than Oscar drama? Nothing. Right? No one's gonna watch the Oscars, <laughs> but people wanna say they watched the Oscar nominated movies. Right. Am I right? Right. So this week, starting January 27th, we have all kinds of Oscar drama. Every studio under the sun that has anything remotely nominated for anything Whoa. thinks they're bringing back their amazing movie and how lucky we are to have this opportunity to book it. You are so lucky. I am blessed. <laughs> 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 so we are bringing back. Now, here's the thing. You talk about bad ideas, right? Yeah. I have in years past gotten in shouting matches with studios because I disagree with the assumption that just because your title got nominated, I should have to play it. Right. I don't, I, the only time it would work is the morning after the nominations. Like, like, if oh, this, this got nominated and I looked online and it's playing at Penn Cinema tomorrow. Like, I think you could see a bump if the movie is in your house now, in your th movie theater now. Yeah. You know, then you might see a bump. I went along with this, with all of these bringbacks that I'm about to read to you because the studios motivated me by lowering film rent. Uh, okay. You know, so it's like, hey, bring our movie back one show a day. You know, no pressure, you know, nice, affordable movies. Right. So if you missed any of these Oscar favorites, they're coming back starting on the 27th. Fablemans, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Whale, Whitney Houston, and Top Gun Maverick. Wow. I mean, well, I love The Whale. Everything Everywhere All at Once is one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Uh, never saw The Fablemans. Top Gun was a movie that people like. And Whitney, I, which I forgot was a thing. <laughs> Whitney, I think. I don't want to talk out of school. Yeah. But I think they're just bringing Whitney back because they have some kind of obligation to get to $25 million. Uh, I don't think it has anything to do with that. I don't think it was nominated for anything. Yeah, I, I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> they're like sneaky. In. You know, the other reason I agreed to bring these all back is because on, February or on January 27th, the only movie we have opening is Infinity Pool. Okay. You know, so it's been like, like we opened Plane, we opened Missing, you know, we opened a bunch of movies that don't need multiple screens. Right. You know, so we have plenty of room, so come see these movies. 
Cool. Yep. Well, speaking of movies that are coming out, because that's all the news that's fit to print. <laughs> he did the move. Well, that's for the people watching. Yeah. You know. If you aren't watching, you're missing out. What's up? That's what I'm saying. We got new trailers. Four of them. Are you ready for these? Baby, I was born ready. Do you have a clear winner? I do. I have a clear winner. Far and away. It's easy answer. The clearest of the wins. Yep. I don't want to be rude. I tend to be more polite. You should be polite. Yeah. It's a polite society. I'm saying that's that's we are nothing. This show. Right. If not polite. In, in part of a society. We right. live if, in a society. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The first trailer is from Focus Features. It's yeah. for a movie from Focus Features on that is released on April 28th. And uh, throughout the trailer, it's pretty clear that mischief is afoot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is clearly my trailer of the week. Me too. Uh, yeah. The movie is called Polite Society. It's it's so good. It's a, it's a sister bonding movie. Older sister's getting married. Younger sister's like, hold up. Yeah. Hold up. Everyone involved that my sister's bamboozled by in this guy's family, they're not just wrong. They're downright evil. And I'm going to get them. What's the line? She's like, I don't want to overstate this, but they're evil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I love the part where the mom's like, they, she wants to be a stunt double. So she's got like all these martial arts skills and stuff. And whether or not they're real or just, right. uh, that's the part <laughs> right. that you're not sure right. about. Looks like she kind of fails at them <laughs> right. a lot, but they stylize it like she's really good. Right. And her and the mom are kind of exaggerated fighting. And the, and the husband's to be is like, mom. <laughs> Come on. Boy, we love characters that are frustrated by their moms, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? No. <laughs> Come on. No. Next. Next. So, highly recommend you watch this trailer. I think it looks great. Uh, it's uh, it's a sleeper hit at um, whatever film festival is going on right now. Is that Cannes or what's going on? At West. Um, South by Southwest? No, in Colorado. Sundance. Sundance. Right. Yeah, That's. I initially heard it from there, and then I saw the trailer released. Remember we talked about that locally made movie, Brave the Dark? Yeah, yeah. Is it there? I, I think it's there. Nice. I'm not positive, but I think it is. Nice. So that's exciting. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Which, by the way, speaking of locally made movies, if we have any fans of I Heard the Bells. Yeah. Remember that Sight and Sound movie that was a absolute smash, smash hit, for, hit in yeah. December? Um, it's at the end of its run. So this Thursday, January 26th, is the final days to see it in wow. the theater. One month after Christmas. That's still pretty good. Oh, like, they had an incredible run. Because it, it opened in early December. Yeah, yeah. It didn't open at Christmas time. It opened, you know, mid to early. I think, I want to say it was like December That's 8th. Christmas time. It's a, it's no, I'm me. saying it was Christmas time, but not Christmas Day. Oh, no, no. A movie yeah. like that yeah. is made to be seen before Christmas. Right. You start on Black Friday with that Yeah, movie. that's like your get ready for the holidays movie. The question that we're all excited to find out the answer to is will they re-release I Heard the Bells next December? Like, is this going to become an annual holiday thing? Like, Penn Cinema, every Christmas plays Christmas Vacation. Yeah. Will they also be playing I Heard the Bells? I think they will. I hope so. I think if not nationally, I think a certain Penn Ketchum gets approached. What's up? And asked to play it locally. I hope, I hope I'm the Penn Ketchum. 
You might be. I hope they don't go to that other yeah, guy. Uh, there's a couple out there. <laughs> He's got the cookie mart. <laughs> there's one with one end. <laughs> right down on State Street. Yeah. All right. So anyway, the second trailer this week is Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves, uh, which comes out in March. The only thing I liked about this trailer is I love a trailer, and to some degree in a movie, when somebody says, we're going to need to put together a team. And then, like, it's a montage or it's, like, a variety, you know, and they, they show, like, all the characters, like, being introduced. Like, the, my, yeah. my, the, fit, the best it's ever been done is Ocean's Eleven. Right. Right. But, so, Dungeons & Dragons, I'll, I'll let you comment on how good this trailer was. I thought it was, like, okay. I'd, I like, think it's fine. Yeah, it, it was good. It was a couple of new scenes. Yeah. This is the mo- a movie that I think is not going to be good. I think it's going to struggle to perform. But I think it's also not going to be bad. I think it's going to do business. You do? Yeah. There's a lot of nene talk about it because there's, I don't know, I'm sure you're not up to snuff of what's been going on with D&D the last two weeks, but they had a really big upset with their community and their community is pulling support from them big time um, because basically the long and short of it, and now they backpedaled on this a lot since it, it started, but they were about to change their licensing agreement. And there are a lot of people who make uh, product and also uh, like li- creative livings based on the D and D lore and backing, whether or not it's just filming them playing it stuff. And basically wizards of the coast, the owners of D and D were like, okay, well now if you make money off of this, you owe us money and this is retroactive so if you've ever made money off of this if you've made more than a certain amount and it was a big number that uh we can take your stuff but it basically anyone uh, we can take your stuff yeah basically anyone who's created they could come in and just take the rights to whatever you've put your time into so the community there was a big storm. I love that there's a Dungeons and Dragons community. It's huge. And that you're in touch with them. I am not. <laughs> I am not in touch with them. Apparently you are. You just this reported is, on well, it. Well, this is mainstream. No. Mainstream. No, no this is fake Pop culture. David. No, you. David. This is all over. All over. You search Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> I guarantee you, you'll probably get stories about this. Before you get anything about the movie, just search, just search, not, not the full title, just search yep. Dungeons and Dragons okay. right now. I, I'm doing it as we speak. Yeah. And also I just want to say, I, I want to come back to this. I want to stay on yeah. this topic for just a second. Okay. Okay. So I, I Googled Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> What's the top thing? I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. I accidentally Googled it in my mail, so I have all these emails <laughs> from Paramount about the Dungeons and Dragons release. Oh my god. Okay, let me try again. Here I am at Google Dungeons and Drag Queens. Yeah. Shop Dungeons and Dragons. Okay, scroll past that. Official home of the world's greatest role playing game. Scroll past that. What is D&D? Scroll past that. About, scroll past that. Dungeon Dragon characters, people ask. People ask, people ask. Okay. D&D movies villain revealed. And no, it's not Vecna. Samuel West takes comfort in D&D, Mendelssohn, and Ron Swanson's whiskey. 
Oh, here we go. Third article, two hours ago from Axios. What's Axios? I, I'm familiar with it's it, but tech, I don't... I think it's a tech... Is it a tech site tech type site, of thing? Yeah. The headline says, Fan Revolt Rocks Dungeons & Dragons Scene. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so kudos to you, young David, mm. for being hip to the scene. You know, What's up? some people, you know... So Some here's my here's my bigger question, on. and I don't want to I don't want to yeah. get into Dungeons and Dragons. I don't know much about it, honestly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, here's a serious question, and and it's it's a I don't want to say rhetorical or hypothetical scenario. Like forget forget that we're talking about Dungeons and Dragons. How much is the success of a movie driven by the fan base? Like the world loved Star Wars. Did it matter that the Star Wars fan base loved it? Well, it didn't have a fan base before it came out. No, I'm talking like the new ones. Like, Star Wars had a fan base. What are you talking about? The fan base hated it. Okay. And yet it was this massively successful series of movies. No, don't make that face. Success gets measured in different ways. Okay, well, I measure the shit with money. (laughs) Okay, I mean, that's, I can't go all the bank and be like, listen, my mortgage this month, which by the way is a shit ton, I'm going to pay it with some really well-crafted scenes (laughs) where like the hero is not a two-dimensional villain, but more like a real fleshed out character with a background. So if it's cool with you, I'm going to just have that for my payment this month. And the bank's going to be like, perfect, great, thanks, buddy. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure you can take that to the bank. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, who did I sound like just then? Rory. Rory. (laughs) (laughs) All right, no, but seriously, it's an interesting point that, like, I think think a movie can be unsettled with its fan base and also be a successful movie. If the movie is better than average. Okay. Right? If it's better than average. I think you are going to see a substantial bump post-release, second okay. weekend. Okay. Because I think that you're you're right. People are going to see it who aren't done. Dun- I want to see it. I'm not a Dungeons and Dragons fan. Yeah. And that's probably Even why. Even though I'm, you hang out at the scene all the time. Yeah, I mean. All the time. People always say I'm a real scene, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> remember that time I was trapped under a heavy object and the only phone number I could remember was yours? Yeah. And I called you, and you were like, nah, man, I'm at the scene. I'm at Dungeons and Dragons. Like, I'd love to come. <laughs> right. I wish Can I could you help wait? you. <laughs> right. Can you wait? Right. You're not going anywhere anyway. Yeah, this is an emergency. <laughs> You're under that piano. I told you only call me if this is an emergency. <laughs> <laughs> How many times do I have to tell you? Yeah. All right. The next trailer we have is Scream 6, which opens up just in time for Amy's birthday. <sighs> Perfect. The movie opens up on March 10th. Her birthday, if you're interested in shopping, in getting started on shopping, is March 13th. You know, here's the thing. Yeah. This would be a great movie for her and Kayla to see. Right. Two of them. Right. Nothing says Amy and Kayla like a horror movie. Yeah. Come on, guys. (laughs) Happy birthday. Right. Yeah. Happy birthday, Mom. (laughs) Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, no, this, look, I'll be honest. Yeah. This trailer is not horrible. This trailer is pretty good, and I'm going to watch this movie. We watched the last one, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah. I'm definitely going to watch it. I would not hate watching it. Yeah. Yeah. Because this one looks like it's kind of changing it up a little bit. Like, you know, because it's in the city, it's not in the hometown, and there might be multiple guys. There's theories that, like, 
maybe this is a person from an older movie, which it probably is. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But there's always two of them. Did you pick that up like when you were hanging out at the scream scene? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I was yeah. like, oh, what's up? What's yeah. up, boys? What's up? Like, yo, 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 you hear this? <laughs> yo, 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 yo. Let me talk about this. The fourth trailer we have tonight is The Locksmith. Yeah. This one almost came off of here because it's a theatrical and on-demand release. I thought you were going to say because it looks bad. It also looks bad. <laughs> but I, you know what I was thinking while watching this? Not this movie looks, looks good, but as much as this movie looks bad, Better than it deserves. As in, not like better appealing, but as in like yeah. this movie looks like it should be look more homemade. You know when you know when a hero in a given movie has like one particular set of skills mm. and then the entire movie is crafted around using said set of skills. Yeah. That's like this is like a seventy this is like a TV show out of the seventies. Yeah. This is what it reminded it me of. It felt like an old, older style movie. Like, yeah. Like in the 90s, you'd go to the theater right. and there'd be a bunch of movies. There'd be like three movies or like with the same kind of premise. Right, right. Guy knows how to fold envelopes really well. Right, <laughs> exactly. His daughter's taken by the mob. Oh, my God. The only way he can you get gotta her. you got to fold these bills. <laughs> right. Or you're not getting her back. Right, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so our trailer of the week was obviously Polite, Polite Society. Society. Yeah. Can't now, wait. Focus features. And and we agree, right? Focus features has a nice track record. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, especially for, like, dramas and stuff. Yeah. For sure. Uh, all right. So let's move on to our movie review this week. This week we watched a movie called House Partey. Oh, what? And what did you think of this movie? What? <laughs> <laughs> Why? What's your face like that for? House, house. <laughs> House party? <laughs> yeah. Did you go to a house party? I loved the running time. Yeah? I know that was like, the, here's the thing. You were like, I don't want to see these other movies, but let's see this one because of the running time. And then I looked, and one of the other movies was shorter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, wait till the world ends or whatever. It's oh, like yeah. 20 minutes yeah. shorter. Right. Well, that's, that movie is just ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> that movie came out from A24. Right. And I gave it really good show times. Yeah. And nobody came to see it. Nobody came to see it, yeah. (laughs) I didn't give it a clean schedule. They weren't requiring a clean schedule. They just wanted some theaters. So the theaters are pretty dirty. Right. (laughs) Right, exactly. Um, You want to field this one? (laughs) All right. We got our two boys. Yeah. Right? And uh, They go to LeBron's house. (laughs) Well, they're down on their luck, and they need money. (laughs) (laughs) So they take these jobs as cleaner. Cleaners at LeBron's place, right? Right. And while they're cleaning, they're like, they don't know whose house it is. Right. Right. They're just hired. Right. And they're like, they're like, wait, I think this is LeBron's place. Could it be the king? The king. And then they're like, he let us sketch his day planner out. He's going to be out of town. Think how much money we could make if we, we threw a party here and we charged. I love that LeBron has a day planner. Right. Yeah. He just, <laughs> right. just leaves out. Right. And it's right next to the Dear Diary. Right. I, LeBron James, <laughs> had a great day today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. And then so they have this party. and uh, But the problem is is it's LeBron James' house. Yeah. So everyone who's everyone hears that there's a party going right. on. So then all of a sudden... Like real celebrities start showing up, right? And they have to figure out how to like. That's when she got weird. Yeah, they have to figure out how to cover <laughs> in a good it. way. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, you know they're charging, but they can't turn them away because then it'll get back to LeBron. Right. That they had a party there. How much weekend of Bernie's were you vibing out of this movie? <laughs> uh, 
I'd say a good 75 The only thing they were missing was the dead was body. Bernie. Right. It was Bernie, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. Weekend of LeBron's. <laughs> yeah, I wish, Le- I, I wish that was part of the, right. the plot line. Right. right? Who was your favorite surprise guest? My favorite surprise guest? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From the suit. From the suit. That showed up to the party. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. <laughs> he was your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay. Um, Jay-Z. Jay-Z. Yeah. All right. Okay. All <laughs> no, right. no, I'm just kidding. No, you're just kidding. <laughs> yeah. My favorite was um, Carrot Top. <laughs> Pat, I'm starting to think you don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, there were so many. How can you pick just one? I feel like you talked us into seeing a movie that you thought was going to be amazing and then didn't go. Talked us in? Yeah. Talk to, you're saying I talked us in. Yeah. Because there was a part, in the, if you listen to last week's episode, <laughs> no, where nobody, you're like, nobody's listening like, to last week's yeah, episode. Nobody, we nobody, got pulled. Yeah. It got accidentally pulled from the record. You're, you're like, <laughs> oh, we really like that trailer. And there's silence. And I'm going like, ah! <laughs> I, I didn't. David. But you did. Who was your favorite special guest, Smarty Pants? Yeah, like you rapper. saw Chance the Rapper. He's pretty yeah. great. He's got yeah. that cool baseball hat. Yeah. 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 You know my favorite part of the movie? What? My favorite part of the movie was they didn't waste a lot of time boring you with the backstories of the other passengers on the plane. (laughs) (laughs) You already know who LeBron is. Right. You don't need his life story. Right. Come on. Yeah. So you're saying that you didn't see this movie? I saw a movie. I came in on, you really want to know? Yeah. yeah okay. Did you start this movie? No. <laughs> David's face, my friends, I wish you could see David's face right now. He is so disappointed. <laughs> This movie looks great. <laughs> Proceeds to not watch it. Right. Right. Yeah. As yeah. per usual. As per usual. So here's what happened. Yeah. What had happened was I had my little planned window of time to watch of the movie for the podcast. Yeah. As I do every week. Mm-hmm. And I'm rolling up to the theater and I'm thinking about this movie. <laughs> and then I'm thinking about that movie called Plane. Right. And I'm thinking... I was, remember, you're a Seinfeld fan. Yeah. Remember when George is in the park and the guys ask him, you want to play Frisbee golf? You want to play Frolf? And then he has those little thought bubbles and he's like, Frisbee golf. And then he sees Jerry and the other one and Jerry's going, what is the deal with Ovaltine? <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes and plays golf. I, I just, I just, I, I, I wanted to see Plane. Yeah. At the last minute. Really? Yeah, and let me. Can I? So I can we give the listeners a little review of? So all right, how was House Party? I don't know. I didn't watch it. Okay. Good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Wait! 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 So if I had stuck with Michael Jordan, you wouldn't have known. 
I would. I am so mad at myself right now. I am. I am filled with regret. I am consumed with regret. Damn. I should have stuck. I knew I was gonna get you. I was like, I'm just gonna keep going long enough. Act confident. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm so mad at myself. Oh. Oh jeez. Yeah, I didn't want to watch this movie, and it came to Friday. So I didn't. Yeah, well, yeah. It came to Friday, and I was like, man, I really need to see this movie. You know, I got to be diligent. Right. And I was like, I don't know. And then. A little birdie in my ear said, <laughs> a little birdie in my ear said, so don't say it. Yeah. It's not like Penn doesn't watch movies. Yeah. <laughs> Penn skips them. Maybe you could skip them. Yeah. And I was like, well, maybe I could see something else. Right. So did you? And I thought about seeing End of the World. Oh, yeah. Movie. Because it was shorter. Even shorter. <laughs> That's yeah. your metric. Yeah. Right, and then okay. I was like. Take note, James Cameron. I don't even want to see that. Yeah. I don't want to see that one either. Yeah. And so I went home and read. I watched Enjoy Plane. My Friday. I watched Plane. Yeah. Because one of us has to be the grown up. <laughs> one of us has to be responsible right, I'm saying. for this job here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> David. Oh. <laughs> it ain't easy. Why am I the bad guy again? <laughs> I can't tell you how consumed I am with regret. <laughs> I am so upset. I am so devastated. <laughs> Jeez. The thought never crossed my mind that you didn't see it. Like, you totally had me. You totally had me. I just, I was like, okay, how much research do I do to fake this? And I was yeah. like, I'm only, I'm going to limit myself to only rereading the synopsis off the, yeah. the Google. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Oh my gosh. All right. So listen. Just to salvage the movie yeah, the review pl plane, section. Plane. Plane. I texted my friend after the movie. Yeah. And I just said, I just Your watched. One friend. Right, my one friend. Yeah. And I said, <laughs> and I, I used to have two, but then you stopped hanging out with yeah. me. So, I know. was like, I'm not watching this movie. <laughs> I'm not watching this movie. So I texted my friend and I was like, I just watched the worst movie. <laughs> and then I said, and I loved every minute of it. Really? Yes. So bad it's good. I'm not. It's not quite that dynamic. Okay. It's not Attack of the Killer Tomatoes or anything like that. It's just so 80s, mm. so 90s. You know, it's that thing I've complained about before where like 25 bad guys are shooting at the one good guy. Mm. None of them can hit the good guy. Yeah. But then the good guy shoots twice and kills all 25 of this them. This is from the man who can't sit through RRR. Right. An actual good movie. It's six hours long. Anyway, let's not go down the RRR rabbit hole again. <laughs> this movie, like, if you want to switch off your brain, so if you want to switch off your brain and be entertained, this is a yeah. great pick. It's I've used this analogy before, and this is, like, how I would measure it. I didn't call anybody and tell them, like, you should go see Plane. Right. But if somebody told me, like, hey, I'm going to go to the movies this weekend— I've already seen Avatar and Otto and sort of the high-profile pictures. Right. I've already seen Top Gun Maverick six right. times. This is a very entertaining movie. And the the metric that we use on this show a lot about Penn getting his cup of coffee, I ran to the lobby and ran back to the theater. Wow. Because I didn't want to miss. Because that's the thing. And that's, the that's like, all kidding aside, that's one of the things that I think made this a really great movie is they wasted time on nothing. 
Like every frame of the movie was advancing the plot. And that's why I said like I'm, when I made the joke about admitting that I hadn't seen the movie and I said, you know, they didn't waste your time trying to give you backstories about the passengers. They're, so the plane crashes and the 14 passengers are held hostage. Right. Right. There's no backstory on any of the passengers. Like who cares? Who needs it? Yeah. They're just, they're literally just people walking yeah. around, you know, being held hostage. Like, you know what? Do you, am I communicating? Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. yeah, I got you. Yeah. It was a completely cheap popcorn movie and I loved it. I want to back up a second. Yeah. You said these people have already seen Avatar. Right. This is a question. I'm not arguing whether or okay. not Avatar is good or whatever. Yep. Yep. yep, yep. Whatever. It's, it's clearly, it's like number four highest grossing film of all time. Right. I think James Cameron has three of those movies. Three yes. of the top four of him. Three of the top six. Yes. Oh, top six. Okay. All right. Fine. Here's my question. Yeah. If you remove all the people you know at the theater. Okay. Right. Remove theater people. Yep. Because you have to be objective here. Okay. How many people do you know outside of the theater people mm -hmm. have seen Avatar? Quite a few. For real? Yeah. I just had lunch with somebody today. Well, that's... We know that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> this person, this is interesting. This person was just fresh back from vacation in Nashville. Okay. And he went and saw, him and his wife went and saw Avatar in 3D. Oh, but they just saw it. Though, while right? they were in Nashville on okay. vacation. So they, but they, even then they waited. Right. Yeah. A while to go see it. What's your point? My point is, I got asked today. Okay. Uh, someone said to me. Six weeks into the run. Yeah, said to me. I don't understand how this movie is so big. You're literally the only person I know who's seen this movie. Mm. And then I thought about it. And outside of the people here. Yeah. Right? Right. And I guess I'll add I'll add one more person to my list because I'm pretty sure Joel Coates has seen it. And technically I know Joel Coates. That's a technicality. Right. No. Technically through, I know through no fault of your own. Right. Technically I know Joel Coates. Right. Joel Coates. But does anybody really know Joel Coates? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm that, saying. Sometimes it keeps yep. me up at night. Right, rightly just, so. Yeah. yeah. So that brings it up to a grand total. And this is this is this right. total only right. increased the other week when I told the right. story of Naomi. Yeah. Going to see it. Three people. A fruit salad Naomi. Three, yeah. Three people that have actually seen Avatar. So and I'm not and I'm not saying like And each one of those three people paid fifteen bucks to see it. Give or take. Sure. Right. So it's forty five bucks. Okay, and yet somehow it has crossed the two billion dollar mark. Right, that's but my because there must be some place where it's super concentrated where everyone's seen Avatar. Well, let me let me just tell you this. Yeah, you're. I don't I don't know what your assumption is, so I can't say that your assumption I, is wrong. Right, but let me say this: it is the number one movie at all three Penn Cinema locations by a lot. People are going to see it, right? I'm not. I'm not. Saying that that's a lie, then that's right. like you're not inflating. I don't think you're inflating okay. the numbers. All right. It's People not. You're are, not accusing us of fake news. No, I just. I, it just seems weird. I feel like there should be more people in my life that are like, "Did you see Avatar? I liked it." Or I saw Avatar. Not even if I liked it or hated it, whatever. So there should be more people talking about Avatar in my life instead of me struggling to figure out who I know has seen Avatar. Mm. Maybe it's just the cool kids. I just don't. I'm too busy at the scene. I'm right. with the scene You're kids. At the scene. Yeah. If you would quit hanging out with the Dungeons and Dragons people and the Scream crowd, yeah. then you would hear that's, from the Avatar folks. That's my problem. Yeah. Okay, we figured that's that out. That's your problem again. Again. So what are we watching next week? Well, 
I don't know. I mean, we're opening uh, that that weird movie, Infinity Pool. Oh man, that's that that. Ooh. I didn't think you could watch that. No, I don't think I can. That's a that's a Cronenberg film, right? Uh, yeah, I yeah. was wondering. Yeah. Just putting this out there. Okay. Since both of us love this movie, and we've talked about it on the show a lot, right. and it's coming back, and it's going to be whether it wins or not or whatever, but everything everywhere all at once is going to rack up a ton of Oscar nominations. Do you want to watch it again in the theater? Or do you want to go see Plane? Counter-argument. Mm-hmm. Tron Legacy. Oh, watch it at home. Well. Okay. Or you and I come in in the morning and watch it or right. something. Okay. What do you think about that? You've never seen it. Right. I want to rewatch it. Okay. I just, I just. The thing, it's I in just, the news. I just watched, I feel like I watched everything everywhere all at once. So. Okay. Uh. Unless you really are strong on that one. Nope. Nope. Tron Legacy, great. Okay. All right, cool. Next week is Tron Legacy. Get, get, give uh, us your, your reviews. My movie review for Plane. David doesn't have a review because he doesn't yeah. care enough about the show to watch a movie. Yeah, no. no, no. Uh, try me, right? Right. <laughs> try me? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sue me. <laughs> Sue That's me. what you're looking for. Sue me. Sue me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my review of Plane is best movie of all time. Greatest, really? Greatest movie of all time. Wow, best movie he's ever seen. I stand by that. You for, take the I, sign down I think and you I forget. Right. I think I explained yeah. why I feel that something? way. Do you, do you, do you No, I, I get it. Yeah. Like, I get, I, there's totally yeah. movies like that yeah. that I totally, you know, right. Saho was like that. Yeah. Yeah. Not that I watched that one. No, of course okay. not, because it's, you know, it's not an American movie. I got the so gobble you, gobble. I got the wobble wobble. Whoa, 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 I got whoa, the gobble whoa, whoa. gobble. Someone wants to move us straight on to what? We do the gobble gobble. We do the turkey wobble. We do the gobble 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 gobble. I don't know who should read this, but it made me laugh. Did it make you laugh or did you take offense? I'm not, I, I laughed. And I'm going to read it because I want you to read the other one because it's longer. Okay. And I okay. will fail. No. Mystery Gobble writes in. He says... The, the Mystery Gobble has a long record of calling us out. Specifically right. me, but both of us. Let me see if I get his accent right. Yeah. Okay. Remember this email from seven <laughs> two twenty two. Last week on the Penn Cinema Podcast, David talked for 20 minutes about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Penn tried to follow, but quickly, <laughs> quickly became lost and started daydreaming while trying to remember if he saw the movie. Greta. Would be this would be appropriate for most weeks. Well, in this week's podcast, meaning last week's podcasts, you can literally hear this happening at 17 minutes and 53 seconds when Penn says, hmm, during David's weekly Marvel Insight. Keep up the good work. I am entertained. <laughs> Are you not entertained? <laughs> it was almost like he was here. Yeah. 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 That was the mystery. And, and it's funny because... You don't know him great. No, there was like a good you, period of time where I thought he was someone else. Yeah, you got his yeah. voice down pat. Yeah. I mean, that is that is creepy. Something I closed is, my eyes. I felt like I was in the room with him. You're like, mystery? Are yeah. you here? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, did I tell you the latest with him? He has really, you know, a lot of people on the show get nicknames. Yeah. Right. Nobody has embraced their nickname like the mystery gobble. What he started doing, it's a little weird, but I think it's cool. Yeah. You know. And, you know, he works in Mannheim. Yeah. Which is not the most progressive town in the world. Right. You know, but he doesn't care. I heard that he, like, he's got speakers on the outside of his car 
when he rolls up. It's when I say mystery, you say gobble. Yeah, mystery, but but you're mystery. you're only hearing half. Right. The better part is he started he started wearing a mask. He like puts the black eyeshadow all around his no. eyes, and he's got the mask around his face. Like what? What I'm doing this? How do you describe that? Like that's uh, that's. That's a it's a it's a mask. It's it's like the Batman mask. No, right. no, it's like the cow. mask on Robin. It's a cow, right? It's the mask on Robin. It's like a blindfold, but the yeah. eyes are cut out so turtles. he can see. Yeah, yeah, the turtles. Yeah, exactly. So you know, and so he put on a mask, and now he wears a cape a lot. And I was with him the other night, and he started talking about getting some leather boots, like the high, like the kind the ladies high would heels. wear. You know, yeah, yeah like they come yeah. up to your knees and stuff. I think my boy is going to look yeah. sexy as hell. No doubt. Yeah. He's no going to be driving doubt. the girls crazy. So anyway, you know, kudos to him for his getup. Yeah. I'd love to see a picture of that. If he could provide one. Yeah. As soon as possible. Oh, my God. Podcast at Pensacola. Challenge the throne. <laughs> What's this other email we get in here? Well, the oft, the oft misunderstood Joel Codes. We got a preface. We did put the call out to him specifically. Yes. Last <laughs> week I said, we both said we didn't understand the Last Kingdom. Right. And we've tried multiple times to watch it, and we're just like, I don't get it. Like, and it's not that we don't understand it, like we're not smart enough to follow it. It's more like we don't understand the obsession. Like we've started watching it, and we've tried to like get into it, yeah. and we just can't get into it. We never get past like the first or maybe the second episode. Right. Exactly. Why? I don't remember. Why did we specifically ask him? Because we're like, this is probably right up his alley. Oh, okay. For, of shows. Yeah. So Joel Codes wrote in regarding The Last Kingdom and said, I am in the exact same boat. Do, wait, can you do his accent? Oh, you want me to do his accent? Yeah, can you? Can, do you think you can? Absol I don't know. Absolutely. I can, can do, you know? Absolutely. I can okay, do let's, his let's, accent. All right. Yeah. I am in the exact same boat. <laughs> I tried to watch it, but I just couldn't get past the first episode. I've tried it like three times, mate. Each time I get so, I want to say bored, but it's not that it's boring. It's that it's so bad, I try to multitask to distract myself from how bad it is. But then I get too focused on the other thing I'm doing, and then I'm not paying any attention to The Last Kingdom, and I have no idea what is actually going on. Whoa. It looks like it should be so good and is right up my alley. I just can't get past it. But the podcast has inspired me. Maybe I'll give it one more try so I can report back later. This is crazy. Go ahead. <laughs> Sidebar, what is it about medieval movies and TV shows with Kingdom? in the title, looking so good, but being so hard to watch. Pro tip for the filmmakers out there, if you're making a medieval movie, don't use the word kingdom in your title. Ooh. And that was uh, Joel Codes. Are you, wait, hold on a second. Yeah. <laughs> wait, I don't think you should make this call. <laughs> Hey. Oh, hey. Okay. I, I was just calling to see. I, I, for a second, I thought you were sitting across the, the table at the podcast, but I guess that's not you. You're not here? Is this Joel Codes? No. Okay. This is Joel Codes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I, there was someone does a great impression of you. That's all I'm saying. 
It's not David. <laughs> it's not me because I, I thought it was you. I was mistaken, and I just had to clarify by giving a call. This is going to lead to mass confusion. Yeah, people are probably like, who did he really call him? It was staged. Ask him a question so we can hear his voice on Okay, air. all right. Joel Codes. What would yep. you think of The Last Kingdom? What do you think of The Last Kingdom? <laughs> uh, not that great. <laughs> <laughs> it, impeccable. It's the same voice. It's the same voice. All right. Well, thanks for identifying where you are. Um and I'll just share that with everybody. So, okay. Sounds good. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> I don't get it. It was weird. I don't get it. Why are you laughing? It was like he was here, but then he wasn't here. It's weird. What's What's interesting to me, and I really respect this about Joel and his privacy. Yeah. Is He has none. It's weird how when he's on the phone... He uses that phony American accent. Yeah. You know, he's not as British as you think. Right, right, but in person, right. it's a whole different he thing. He has a bowler hat right. and a bow tie and, and a suspenders. monocle. Yeah. Yeah. Like and Mr. Peanuts. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, that's uh, uh, almost your notes and feedback this week. Look, if you want to. Have us try and impersonate you. Go ahead and email us podcast at pencinema.com. Yeah, that's the best way to get a hold of us. Now, Penn, what have you been doing, experiencing, <laughs> living outside of the podcast? What are you doing with your life? Yeah, what <laughs> are you doing with your life? Your mom really? wrote me and right, asked me right, to ask yeah, you, right, right. what are you doing with your life? Right. She wanted to know because when she's watching the show, she likes to, you know, get a little personal insight. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Amy and I finished season two of White Lotus, okay, which we loved. Oh, we started uh, a show. I think it's on Netflix called Clarkson's Farm. You familiar with this? No, it's a docu series, but it's hilarious, and it's about this rich old guy in London town, probably a friend of Joel Codes. Most definitely, you know, he's out in he's the country. Friendly, he's a friendly guy. Yeah, he's out in the countryside, and I don't know if he inherits or whatever, but he's a retired sports car driver, stunt man much like the girl in the movie we were, uh, Polite Society. And he retires to run this farm, this massive, like massive farm. Whoa. And it's a real farm, but he doesn't know zero about farming, right? Who does? So it's like a fish out of water comedy, except that it's a docu-series. Like it's a real, it's really a documentary. Yeah. And it is hilarious. It's on Netflix? Yeah. It's very uncynical. Mm. Like it's, there's no secret twists or, you know, sex lies and videotape or anything like that. It's yeah. just a fish out of water guy trying to farm. You don't know anything about it. So we're enjoying that. We really enjoyed uh, Aubrey Plaza hosting Saturday Night Live. Yeah. She was great. Yeah. Did you talk to anybody about Aubrey Plaza? Uh-uh. Okay. Why? I'll tell you about it then. Because she's from Delaware yeah. and made some Wilmington references? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Something like that. Um. And then also I watched a movie that when it came out to the theaters, I loved it. I watched, this is on the short list because you know, I don't watch a lot of movies twice. Yeah. Very rarely. Yeah. Do you remember an Italian movie? It was an American movie, you know, that was filmed in Italy called nine. And it was with, um, I'm blanking on all of them. Penelope Cruz, Sophia Loren, I think was in it. Um, as like the grandmother or the mother, uh, Judy Dench was in it. Um, it is so good. It's a musical. Oh, I don't remember. It's this. a musical, and it's about a film director who's, you know, trying to. He he's under the deadline to write a new movie, and he can't 
you know, it's just, it's really hard to describe, but the movie is nine. It's spelled out N I N E. So you don't get confused with, uh, the sci-fi movie by the same similar name. The claymation one, right? Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Nine. Um, anyway, so that's what I've been up to that and playoff football. So, wow. Yeah. Playoff that football. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I have been reading some, I haven't finished, uh, I got Hellboy Universe Secret Histories, mm. an omnibus of, I love the Hellboy comics. One What's an favorite. omnibus? Uh, it's when they take like all of it and then they put it in one book. Mm. You, they'll sometimes be volumes, like volume one, volume two, gotcha. but it's like an omnibus is, bus is all of it. Wow. And this is- Seems like a lot. Yeah. Well, this is, uh, Hellboy is one of my favorite comics of all times, if not- my favorite, which is crazy uh, to say, but um, this is like the comics that aren't part of the main Hellboy story. That's like uh, weird backstories or side mm. side like four episode things about the history of you know some random guy that appears or whatever. It's good if you like Mike Mignola's art and stuff. It's totally worth it. Now, next thing I have on here is, is I've been watching The Last of Us. Mm. Have you watched oh. The Last of Us yet? No, is it good? Okay, it's excellent. And I'm going to, we're on our second week, and it's weekly. Penn, don't miss this train. <laughs> like, I know you're going to be like, ah, I'm going to watch it. And then when it's over, you're going to be like, I'm going to binge it. But I'm. You're telling me get involved. Get, get on the hype yep. and enjoy okay. the week to week. Yep. The week to week. I'm writing it in my journal right now. Okay. Dear LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> I am so mad. That I, yeah. I'm a better poker player than that. Are you? I, I mean, I am. You lie all the time. It's true. And, uh, you could have been, you could have done better. I know. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so um, this is, it's really good. So it's based on a video game but they're adapting it so spectacularly well. There's only two episodes up so far. They're really well done. The uh, basic idea, if you're not familiar with it, is you look at it, you think, oh, it's just a zombie thing. Well, they're not zombies per se. It's like a different take on it. Mm. Uh, it's based on this very real thing called, uh, I think it's ornocordyceps, but cordyceps is what they abbreviated. It's a real fungus that takes, so it's zombify, zombifies ants. Have you ever heard of it? No, uh, they, it's a fungus that infects an ant and then will cause the ant to like go above, like act weird and fully control it and dry, it'll go above the colony. And then once it's above the colony, the fungus will sprout, burst out of its skull and then drop spores down into the colony. And it's really weird to like how yeah. ants react to it. They can tell when an ant's infected and reject it from the, the hive yeah. or the, the, the anthill or whatever, and then they'll build like bridges to go over the graveyard of the infected ants. Anyway, it's this really weird like thing, but it can't survive in human hosts in real life. Mm. But this is what if, what if it could, what if something happened and all of a sudden yeah. this fungus mutated? So they're not zombies. They, they're, their bodies taken over by this fungus yeah. that kind of like uses the body to yeah. spread equally real situation. Yeah. So, yeah. So they don't like, eat brains they'll bite you but it's they have these little like fungus tendrils that like inject the fungus spores into you that then make you become like them what was that movie with uh, will smith where he's chopped on the island on manhattan i am legend yeah i am legend is it anything along those lines 
but better. I hate that movie so much. Why? Because the book is amazing. Oh my god. Should have known there'd be a stupid book involved. It's only a hundred pages long. <laughs> okay. It's not very long. It's amazing. Anyway, it's really, really good. Uh, it is worth your time, especially <laughs> to get in on the ground floor. So, all right. So next week we're going to be watching this new movie called Tron Wait, what Legacy. Did, what did you want to tell? <laughs> what did you want to tell us about Aubrey Plaza? Nothing. I'll tell you later. Oh, off air. Yeah. Oh, secret. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you know this or not, but. I met her one time. Yeah. And she paid attention to me. I'm yeah, like, what's up? Most celebrities pay attention. Don't pay right. attention no, to me. No, they don't ever pay and attention to me. What she said to me, she said. Don't tell Penn that we're she talking. She said, don't tell Penn we're right. talking. Right. But let's only talk about Penn. Right. <laughs> That's pretty good, too. I'll accept that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're going to snub me so you can talk about me, yeah. then That's, That's okay. okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had a good long chat about you. Right, great. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. So next week, Tron Legacy. A Disney film that is, uh, we'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah. So cool. All right. Look, if you want to be a part of the show, the best way to do that is go ahead and email us podcast at pencinema.com. Right. It's a new email address, mm. podcast at pencinema.com. But if you want to support the show, mm. Penn, what's the number one way people can do that? The number one way, the reason why we were so funny tonight talking with our little accents and everything yeah. is because I can't help it because everywhere I go, people are talking to fake accents. That's crazy. I know, right? And I have to tell you, it's so much fun. Yeah. So what you want to do is you want to pick up your bloody accent and you want to tell people, hey, I've been listening to the Penn Cinema podcast. We I learned how to talk like this. <laughs> Crikey. Crikey, yeah. <laughs> and if you need help working on your accent, yeah. Just go watch Snatch, you know, yeah. or any any of those great, you know, yeah. what's his face movies. Find You're, Joel Codes. Yeah, find Joel Codes. He'll talk British to you. Yeah, he'll talk English to you all day long. <laughs> and a bully guy goes on and on. On and on and on. And I'm saying, I'm saying, but it doesn't have to be a British accent. Yeah. You could talk French. Call up Rory. You could call up Rory. Yeah. Like so, just, so you get your accent. Man. You get your you get your accent on. Yeah. And then when somebody asks you why are you talking so weird, yeah, you say I want to be cool like the Pensacola podcast. Yeah, exactly. Up? And then they then what's beautiful about this, what's really fun is you see them starting to talk with accents, right. Right. and then they tell their friends, and the next thing you know, we're all talking like a bunch of bloody Brits. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So wow. it's pretty cool. I'm bringing British back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what if? What if you already have mastered all the right. accents? Then you bring sexy back. Okay. <laughs> right, right. Okay. And then if you've already done all those things, then, and you want to support the show, then you just tell, just a, tell friend. a friend. Tell a friend. Okay. Got it. Yeah. I wasn't, wasn't clear. So. And also I would be curious and yeah. I'm sure that I know the answer, Uh huh. but I would be curious if anybody that we know that listens to this show, we don't know anyone who listens to this show, <laughs> saw a house party. I know one person who did. Jason, yeah. Epis, uh, Episcopalian Brown. Episcopalian Brown. <laughs> Encyclopedia Encyclopedia Brown. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Goonies, Jason saw yeah. it. Anybody else? Is he the only person? He's, he may be the only person who's seen the movie, period. And in defense of the movie. Yeah. He liked it. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I mean, But he did tell me, if you haven't seen the other ones, you might not get the jokes. Oh. So that's why you decided to bail out and said, abandon the podcast. Well, I'm just so familiar with the other ones. It's like <laughs> just watching it over again. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, once again for the Penn Center Podcast, I'm David Moulton. And I'm Penn Ketchum. Take, Take care, care and party on. Thanks for joining us this episode. Our hosts would love to hear from you. 
To contact the show with your thoughts and reviews, email podcast at pencinema.com. This podcast is a production of Penn Cinema. Escape to the movies at Penn Cinema, featuring crisp digital projection, killer sound, reserved seating, and premium power recliners. With locations in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Wilmington, Delaware, and Huntington Valley, Pennsylvania. Showtimes and tickets available at www.pencinema.com.